Hello, hello, hello. Oh my goodness. I'm excited because we've got a special guest on today. And I want to make sure because her name is amazing and it's Di Mapasore. And she is a, I want to say firecracker. I want to say, I want you to say, you know, bangers. And you're going to really understand what I'm talking about. Um, the pun in, intended with all this she's literally like if you think about heating things up you understand we need to heat things up on this episode because she is going to set things on fire and you're going to get your test taste buds really flaming up to the maximum because she is all about giving you the best with all that she has inside of her she's absolutely inspirational inspiring there is actually no one like her out there <laughs> So that just tells you that this is a unique, the unique episode that you've ever encountered. And a lot of you are going to be tantalized by taste <gasps> buds indeed. So without further ado, before I do that, though, let me just remind you, the Super Women Can podcast is all about celebrating, elevating professional Black women to elevate beyond what society says that we can going past concrete ceilings, smashing them through and getting to the highest heights that you ever thought possible. Now, I know it's possible. I've brought along with me some incredible guests that are all successful in their unique areas. Now, I've got this individual who is a superwoman. When you hear the story, you are going to get as excited as me. Wait for it. Wait for it. Introducing Dee. Without further ado, let me hear more about you. Uh, thank you so much, Amanda. That was quite a big introduction. <laughs> now I feel I feel like I've got to, I really have to give the audience what they're expecting right now. Um, so like Samantha said, my name is Delight Mapasure, but you can call me D. Everybody calls me D. Dima Pasure. I am the co-founder of Case Wars Limited. We produce a range of uh, South African-inspired, multiple award-winning premium sausages. Our products have been in the market since 2016. Um, I started the business on my kitchen table. I started on my kitchen, in my home, around my family. And this is what, for me, this is what it means to run a family business, something that is centered around your family. And what started as a kitchen table hobby has now blossomed into this amazing global brand. I have now grown what started as a simple kitchen table business into a global brand. We've just started exporting this year. And I'm just really, really excited at everything that we've been through. Obviously, we're going to talk about how we got there. But for now, this instant, I'm just really excited about where we are today. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Amazing. Like literally she started something from a kitchen table, like just around your family. That is just amazing where you have gone to. And how many years does it take? I mean, you're saying you're saying like it did it did it take a long time for you to to become this global brand that you are now? Known for? Oh yes, it's it's it took a long time, definitely. And when they say there's no such thing as overnight success, overnight success. I can definitely <laughs> attest to that. It has taken almost something over six years, I think. Um, you know, this has been almost six years in the making, and you know, ev- you don't see how long it's it's taken until somebody like you asks, like, how long have you been doing this? That's when you realize it has been that long. 
you know what I don't know I know you think it's six years sounds like a long time but to go from starting something and being ex- where you are to true elevation and success six years is not a bad start and I'm just thinking of people like KFC and some big names like um Disney they took years and years and years to be where they are you're like blowing it by storm now am I, am I right correct in saying you are the first black female sausage maker in the UK is that UK Europe uh- in the, I would say UK, I'm not too sure about Europe, I'm not sure about global, but you know what? It is a crown that I wear yeah. with pride. Yeah, you know, please. just to be the first female sausage producer in the UK, an immigrant with an immigrant background coming to the UK and establishing something as big as this. We all know what sausages are like here already. There's plenty of sausages on the market. Yeah, to be able to get into that market, dominate, conquer, go global. Like, seriously, I, I look at myself every day wow. and I'm like, girl, you did it. <laughs> I am I am in awe. Like, my eyes are popping open. Like, <laughs> literally popping open. Now you have to tell us the story. How did it, like, I know you said that it came from the kitchen, but tell me what, what inspired you, what influenced you? What was your triumphs? What was your successes? What was your, what was your defeats before you got to your triumphs? I want to hear it all. Tell me, the, <laughs> tell me, tell me the meaty stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, Samantha. You know, this is a story that I love sharing with people because it, it really, it is yeah. about that that journey it is the journey that matters where we are now really doesn't matter that much but it is the journey so it started off you know um i don't know about you but every time we miss home it's the food that we miss the most it's always your mother's cooking your grandmother's cooking or maybe the chippy down the road or maybe the pub down the road does the best pint or something but it is always food that connects us to where we're from so for me when i became homesick I'm, you know, missing the African sunshine, just missing the whole vibe. The one thing that I missed the most was the food. Because, you know, in Africa, mealtimes are big occasions. You yeah. would think there's something happening, you know. Everybody <laughs> comes together. And my mom, she was such a feeder. She would invite everybody. People would come around, bring, you know, just bring and share to our house. And we'd all chill, eat together. And I missed all of that. And so I thought, you know what? I want to capture all of that. I want to capture the vibe, capture the sunshine, capture the excitement. What can I do to bring this to the UK so that I can reconnect with my heritage, with my tradition? And I suddenly remember that we have amazing sausages in Africa. And I looked at the market. There was no such thing as an African sausage. So we've got German sausages. English sausages, Polish sausages, you know, we've got the English Lincolnshire, but there was nothing by definition as an African sausage. And wow. that was it. I was like, that's a gap in the market. Now I've got to do something about it. So we got an old family recipe and we started working with it, developing the recipe and started, you know, just trying to have a strong USP because like I said, it's already saturated. It's a saturated category too many sausages and the last thing anybody was expecting was another sausage and so we had to develop a really strong USP and how we did that we created a sausage with three types of meat 
beef pork and lamb. And wow. that was a challenge. It, it worked on my kitchen table, but yeah. when we tried to take it commercial, it became a massive challenge because there are just certain things you don't change when you're making sausages. And that is exactly what I was trying to do. I was messing everybody up. They yeah. were all like, look, this is great. It tastes great, looks great, sounds great. I'm not touching that recipe because that's not how we do sausages here. We just chuck uh -huh. it all in. And I was not about to chuck it all in. I was all about quality ingredients, quality ingredients made in small batches, maintaining that authenticity and just giving the customers that whole experience that they missed about what sausages are truly, you know, what sausages used to be before we started putting all of these other things in sausages. And so I persevered, you know, I, I went on this journey knowing fully well what challenges were ahead of me. The biggest challenge to start off, just trying to get the table, the, the product for my kitchen table into anywhere was wow. capital. So I had, obviously I, I had, you know, I, I was just a bit naive to think that, you know, I could just simply rock, rock up and say, I've got an amazing product, let's sell. It didn't quite work out like that. It turned out I needed quite a bit of, of capital. It was just simply startup capital. You know, but it became such a, a big deal because I couldn't get it. I couldn't get anything at all. I went through a total of 19 applications for funding, startup funding that were all declined. I counted them one, two, three to 19, all getting declined. And obviously, as the person that I am, never giving up, always pushing, I would go back and ask why. Sometimes they'll tell me why. Sometimes they wouldn't. And each time I got told why, I would work on that and improve it for the next application. Now, I'm really big on faith. And I, I believe that, you know, you hold on to things. Once you have something that you believe in, you hold on to it. You keep pushing, keep believing. And knowing your why will keep pushing you to that goal. And so that's what I did. Until one day I set up through the night, going through this, lengthy application form. And I remember telling myself that, you know what, this is it. If this one doesn't work out, I think this wasn't meant to be. And that's when I got my break. You know, it was almost like it was the 20th application and I was exhausted. I had set up through the night. I saw the sun come out and I submitted that application and I got my break. You know, Samantha, they called me and said, Nobody has ever done this. Our application takes three days to complete. You've done it in 24 hours. <laughs> you must be very determined. And I said, I need this break. And they said, we haven't really gotten into the application, but you've ticked one of the boxes that we look for in entrepreneurs that we want to invest in. Determination. You know, you've done this. You've, you've dedicated your, your whole 24 hours into, do, into doing this. No. You know, it was it was just it was one of those really nice feeling. You know, I I, I suddenly went, you know, and what? it was a huge sigh of relief. You know, it it meant everything to me to finally see something I'd been working on for years finally come to fruition. It was absolutely amazing, 
And so from then on, we developed the product, got it shelf ready, and we started approaching buyers. And again, that was another challenge on its own. But, you know, I kept pushing, I kept persevering, and I landed myself a deal with Ocado. And, you know, to think an African girl like me, a girl that <laughs> declined funding, you know, like 19 times and suddenly got her break, is finally launching the first African sausage with a massive online retailer like Ocado. You know, it was a moment for me to really appreciate that, you know, all of the hard work was finally paying off. And, you know, I thought for a minute, that's it. My prayers have been answered, we can go. But I didn't know that I had another challenge facing me. The manufacturers I'd been working with, they dumped me a week before going live. They just what? sent an email. It was just one line. What? Sorry, but we can't work with you. What? You know, it just, just like that, Samantha. So we had everything ready, all agreed, all signed off, ready to go. Okado is happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. We're all hyped up. And just one line, we're sorry, we can't work with you. The devil's a liar. There was no explanation. There was nothing. I just had, they just said, you know, come and pick up all your stuff. And that, that was it really. You know, I remember the feeling that day, it, it, I just felt something in my stomach, you know, something turned in my stomach. And I said, I don't know what this means, but you know what? I'm not about to lose this deal. And so I went on, I went on LinkedIn and I was just looking, you know, for opportunities, looking for manufacturers, looking for anybody that I could talk to, you know, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, your network becomes your family, you know, yeah, those, those people that you don't know become yeah. your friends, you know, all of those people, the virtual people, they become your friends. And so I came across a video, somebody had just posted a video randomly about a new machine they'd bought for their factory. And that factory was a sausage manufacturing factory. And I just went on the video and I, I, I commented, I'm like, oh, what a nice little toy. And I sent them a message. I was like, can I come and visit? I'd love to see your toy in action. And they were like, oh, of course, <laughs> why not? You know, you can pop round. And you know, just like that, you know, my God did it for me again. You know, he did it for me again. I went for that meeting. The idea was just to see how this machine works because I was really fascinated. But when I got there, I told them what had happened. I told them what I was currently going through. And before I even finished, before I told them the whole story, they were like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll take you on. We'll take you on on this journey because we've been there before. We've been startups before, we've been let down before, and we know what it means to have something that you believe in so much wow. and then get let down. And from that day onwards, these people have been one of the best people I've ever worked with. They oh. picked me up when I was down, I was flat on my face, picked me up and just told me to soldier on. And I remember sending an email to Ocado and saying, things going to be a slight delay. And I told them the best way possible that I'd been let down, but I'd found a solution. I was kind of expecting them to say, oh, you know what? Maybe this year is not the year for you, or maybe this time is not the right time for you. 
But you know what they said, Samantha? They said, it's fine, we'll wait. You let us know when you are ready. We will wait. Just keep us updated. And you know, when the time came round, December 2019, we finally launched Anocado and it was an amazing feeling to finally see the product flying out and going to real people because I'd just been used to giving it to my family and friends. And now <laughs> I was going to strangers, strangers' <laughs> homes. And I started getting all of this feedback, like where was this product? And it was all so exciting. But you know, by now you must know that I don't have the best of luck. So 2019 was the eve of the pandemic. So come January, things started, you know, slowly, quietly, February, March, 2021, bang on, we're in the pandemic. And that is me pretty much cut off the game. Um, nobody knew what was happening. There was nobody to blame. The world came to a standstill, but I did not. I took that as an opportunity. I took that as an opportunity because I said, it doesn't matter what we are going through, people still need to people eat. People still need to eat. I'm gonna say, we still need to eat, right? <laughs> yes. and everybody started to eat a lot, you know? <laughs> and people and try were, new things as well. People will try and try new things. Absolutely. You know? And I set, I set up overnight, cooked up a website, used the template on Shopify, made up a website, started listing all of our products on there, and boom, that was it. We just created another route to market. And all of the customers that couldn't get our product from Ocado at the time, all diverted to our website because they were all looking for us everywhere. And they uh, all came to our website. Amazing. You know, and I was so grateful that I didn't go to sleep when everyone else went to sleep. I stayed awake. And again, I, I'm a very spiritual person, it, it reminded me of the bridesmaids. You know, they, they sat up all night. Yes. You know, you don't go to sleep go when to everyone sleep. else sleeps. You exactly. need to stay awake. And that's what I did. The whole world went to a standstill, and, but I kept moving. And so we created another route to market and we got all of these sausage fans. We, we you know, I remember getting you know, messages from people saying, I was supposed to travel to, to South Africa for the first time, but now I get to try this product. It just gives me a real sense of Africa. It's so different. It's so warm. It's amazing. It's everything that you say it is. You know, those kind of messages, they were so encouraging to keep me going, you know, and so we carried on on this journey and it it all seemed like, you know, everything was going great. Okado picked up and we combined, you know, the two routes and everything was going absolutely amazing. And towards the end of the pandemic, I had a call. Um, first, it was a message on Instagram. Um, it was a researcher from Dragon's Den. And they started off by saying, look, we are just scouting. Um, for people to come on the show. We came across your brand. We came across your story. You know, we came across everything that you've been doing. And we think you have such an amazing story that needs to be shared. So despite, you know, looking for funding and everything, you have an amazing story that we really want to share with the world. And, you know, I, I was overwhelmed. And I was like, 
me like <laughs> you know the first thing that I thought was no this is it can't be right it's spam you know um there's no way I, I looked at everything I said there's nothing special about my business you know there's absolutely nothing dragons den about it and so I just I ignored that message I went about my work and then they sent an email again I was like oh very persistent <laughs> I got that email and they found my number and called me and they said, we've been trying to get in touch. I said, oh, I've noticed and I've been ignoring you. I thought it was bad. And so we got talking and, you know, they just told me that, you know what, you, you just, you have to tell your story. You have to share your story and would really love to have you on the show and help you tell that story and help you get some funding. And I said, you know what? I am actually looking for funding. I want to grow the business. I'm at a stage where I feel the business can grow now. And this is the perfect opportunity. And they said, so are you, are you in? I said, definitely. You know, I'm, I'm not, I will always say yes. You know, I will always say I'm that kind of person that will jump and grow wings on their way down. I'll always, I'm, I'm, I'm a trier. I try things. I go for things. I try because I hate to kick myself and say, I wish I'd gone for that opportunity. Yeah. And so I went for it. It was, it was a grueling six months. You know, that, that three minutes, three, five minutes you see on TV, it's almost six months in the making. Wow. Yeah. It does take a very, wow. very long time. So there's the filming, there's the all the background checks, the due diligence and all of that. And also they do keep track of your business just to see how you're doing, who your partners are, which people you're talking to and all of that. So they keep an eye on that because obviously they want to protect the dragons and also protect you as an individual and you as a business as well. And so, you know, um, I went on Dragon's Den. Um, the night before I went on, I was told that... Um, four of the dragons were not likely to invest. And oh, Tuka Suleiman doesn't eat pork. And so his interest in my product was reduced because my product contains beef, pork, and lamb. Yeah. Tej Lalvani had just turned vegetarian the week before. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. Yeah, you know the story, right? Um, Deborah Median, vegan, strictly vegan, um, you know, she's just not in that area at all. And Peter Jones, unfortunately, well, fortunately, he's a sausage fan. Unfortunately, he's already invested in a sausage business. Oh. So the only sausage fan on there <laughs> was not available. So I was left with Sarah Davis to please. And, you know, um, when I found that out, I was a little bit disappointed because, um, you don't want to go in knowing that you're already at a disadvantage. You want to go at a level play field. You want to go in there knowing fully well that you've got everything to fight for and just knowing that, you know, the play field is level. And in that moment, I just felt it was massively unfair that they left it last minute to tell me that however being the person that I am I was like you know what let's just go for it I've already come this far and there has to be a reason in the universe for all of this happening you know Absolutely. and so I just I went confidently walked on that set uh you know big smile big hair looking all colorful and bright 
you know, I went through my pitch, you know, I gave it my best shot. And despite all the other dragons obviously having um, different issues, they all gave me very, very good feedback. They gave me very, very good feedback. You know, I don't know how they edit it such that they make them look like real dragons, but they are just people, you know. <laughs> when you're in there, the, the energy in there is very, is very positive. And, you know, they just it, it relate to you just like, you know, on a one-to-one -one basis, pretty much like how we are speaking. And it was quite a nice, relaxed environment. Unfortunately, I didn't get the investment that I was looking for at that time. And it, it was disappointing. I'd worked really hard. I was kind of hoping that despite everything, I would walk away with something, but I didn't get the investment I was looking for. Um, this one hit me differently, Samantha. It was um, different to the other times than the 19 times I'd been declined. This particular setback, hit differently because I felt almost humiliated because it was in front of millions of people. And I remember asking myself, what are people going to think? Um, people are probably going to think this whole business, this whole show is a con or it's a scam. You know, nobody's going to believe in me. I, I was kicking myself. You know, I was thinking all of this hard work has come to this. Really? You know, um, it took me some time to snap out of it and I had to snap out of it. I had to remind myself of the queen that I was, uh, that I was, the fighter that I was and you know, the why. And you know, I had to reignite that fire in my belly. I had to reignite that fire. And suddenly I was like, no, I can fight this. I can fight this rejection. I can bounce back from this rejection. And what I did was I started reaching out to all of my contacts every person that I'd ever spoken to about my product in the past, I just randomly started reaching out. You know, mm -hmm. hi, I was in Dragon's Den. I was in Dragon's Den. Excuse me. That's okay. So I was like, hi, I was in Dragon's Den. And you know, you, you probably watched me. Uh, things didn't go very well for me, but I'm still going, I'm still alive. And you know, I still want to keep this dream alive, you know. And I was reaching out to everybody until one day, I had an email back from Costco. Actually, it was a phone call. And uh, the buyer rang me and he said, Delight, we would love to have your product in Costco. Wow. And you know, I just went weak at the knees and I, I, I didn't know what to say. I was totally at a loss. I, I was not even expecting that call on that particular day from that particular retailer. And it just took everything for me. And I broke down. And I remember him saying, are you still there? Are you there? And I just say to him, yes, I'm here. And yes, I would love to have my products in Costco. And you know, from then on, I just began to appreciate, you know, I, I began to appreciate the, the power of faith, just believing. It doesn't matter how, how little, you know, how little that opportunity is. But you know, it it grew into something. You know, the let you know the setbacks. I bounced back and I, I landed onto this deal with Costco, and they wanted it done pretty much yesterday. They were like, "We are already listing for this season, and we want your product for this season." And when we say we want them for summer, well, 
we don't really mean June or July. We mean now in a matter of two weeks. <laughs> and then he said, oh, that's going to be a problem. As you watch the national television, I am broke. I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> knows I'm broke. I don't have any money. And, you know, they were quite understanding. You know, we sat down and they asked me what my issues were. And we went through all the issues and they were very, very supportive. And they made sure that deal happened when they wanted it to happen. So they gave me all the support that I needed and made that deal happen. Now, what people don't understand about Costco is, and maybe people may not know this, they don't usually list a product before you do sampling. You have to do in-store sampling first. So you go in, you cook your product and their members come in and try the product and they collate data to see whether or not their members like the product. But what happened to me, there was something short of a miracle. They just said, you know what? We will take your product, forget the sampling, let's put it on shelf and see how it performs. Oh, I remember that day praying over my product and thinking, I want, you know, everybody to buy my products. If anything, you know, I just, you know, I just wanted that opportunity so much. And as it happened, we, we outperformed even, you know, whatever targets they set, we smashed them. They set targets, we smashed, we were smashing targets, left, right, and center. And we had, I had never sold that much sausage since I started this business. And we became so popular. We got invited to do a road show. We smashed that road show. It was built one of the biggest events in Costco. They had never seen anything like that. And the love for my product was absolutely amazing. And the people that kept coming to me and saying, oh, you know what? Forget what happened on Dragon's Den. This is the real deal. And I could actually see that, you know, that was the real deal. I saved my company. I ended up not losing any equity in my business. And I managed to grab an amazing deal with Costco. And, you know, from then on, people started calling me the, the queen of bounce back. They're like, you know, how do you keep bouncing back? You know, how do you keep bouncing back? But, you know, so that has been my journey, Samantha. And right now, just this week, we started exporting. And I know that technically we are a small business, but I like to say we are a small business with big ambitions. Yeah. I'm a big, big dreamer. And I will let them call me small until they see the big moves I'm pulling. <laughs> and when, when I announced that we're exporting, I remember people coming to me and saying, um, what? You? I said, yes, me. And how? Like, well, that's a story for another day. But yes, we are, we are definitely doing this. And again, I just keep pushing myself. I am not shy to take on opportunities. And I do not see any concrete ceilings. I do not see anything standing in my way. Mm. The only thing I see is that vision, the dream, and this destiny that I've crafted and created for myself. Because you know what? Um, my dad always used to say, the universe owes you nothing. It owes you nothing. Nobody owes you anything. But you go out there and you create what you feel you deserve. You create it, you craft it, you build it from the ground up. And that's what I've been doing. 
and this is where I am today. And, um, you know, I haven't stopped. I'm, I'm still going. I still see plenty of opportunities. And I am just really, really grateful for the journey so far. Wow. What an emotional, I don't know. In, I have been like going through so much. Oh, okay. You've had me in tears. I got excited again and I was in tears again. And <laughs> I have just faced it. The, 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 all I seen was keep the hunger, like literally <laughs> keep the hunger. And that, that has been inside you that, like you said, the resilience, the determination yes. you've kept going with, with despite rejection Mm -hmm. and it reminds me that as black women one thing that we do have to encounter is a lot of rejection but we have been built for this we have been built for it centuries centuries of being passed aside and put aside that we have this strength that we carry from our ancestors Mm -hmm. to keep going and you have that you have got like like a maybe like a million pounds serving (laughs) of it but it's in you and I am just literally in awe. Like as I'm sitting here, there's things that I know that I should be doing. I could be doing a bit of extra this, <sighs> extra that. You have really like gone. I need to get up, Samantha. <laughs> go and do those things. There's nothing. Oh, thank to you. So you have inspired me today. Now, oh, thank you so you, much. Honestly, the this I know that there's many people who are going to be watching this episode, and if you were to give them. A few tips, let's say five tips on what has kept you going. Mm-hmm. So they can use those same tips for themselves. What would those tips be? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can I can see a few already myself. <laughs> if you were to, you know, quantify it, label it, what would you what would yes, you say? Of yes, of course. Um, it's it starts with why. I know it sounds a bit of a cliche, but it starts with why. You need a really, really strong why you're doing something because your why is going to give you the strength to bounce back every time you fall. Every time you fall, you think of your why, your why will propel you back. It will bring you back. So you need a really strong why. And the second thing that you need, obviously, is resilience. Every entrepreneur or in anything, even if you're preparing for exams, even if you're preparing for your, you know, for, for anything in life, for a new challenge, you need resilience. You need to be a resilient person. You need to build this resilience. Some people are not born resilient, so they need to build this resilience within them. They need to learn how to be resilient, but it is one of the qualities that you need in order to succeed or to keep going on your journey, on any journey at all. And the third one is you need patience. It, It cannot happen overnight. Rome was not built overnight, it wasn't built in a day. You know, everything that we see today, it did not happen overnight. Yes, some things do happen overnight, but real good, strong businesses are built with time. They take time to build. The fourth thing I would say is you need to create a network of support. Because like I said to you, my network became my friends. I could bounce, I right now I can, if I have any issues, I've got you in my network. I know you're a diversity champion. I can come to you and talk to you about all things diversity. If I'm facing any, any challenges in that area, I know where to go. If, I, if I'm facing any financial challenges, there's someone in my network that I can go to. So you need to build a network. No man is an island, you can't survive on your own. You need a strong network around you. 
forget the your network is your net worth, but just think about the support. You need people to bounce back on. You need that support around you. And definitely those people must be at certain levels. You know, there must be your role models. There must be people maybe already achieving the things that you want to achieve and you are learning from them. You know, you, you're, 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 you know, you're basking in their sunshine. That mm-hmm. Those are the kind of people you need around you. And the fifth thing, I think we're on number five, yeah, <laughs> I would say is um, wow, it's just stay hungry. Yeah, stay, stay hungry. You yeah. know, stay I'm hungry. Starving right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we we know why, but I won't say it. But we know why you're starving. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know, stay hungry. Stay hungry. You know, you know you need to want it every single day and want it more every single day. If that dream isn't waking you up every morning, then it's not big enough. You don't want it enough because you can't sleep on an empty stomach. So stay hungry, keep feeding that passion, keep feeding that passion. And the hungrier you are, the more you see opportunities because a hungry person, when they get in the kitchen, they can cook anything, you know, they can make a meal out of nothing when they're hungry. So have that mentality, stay hungry, want it, live it, dream it every single day. Definitely agree. And just like you said, I love the bounce back because the thing is some people really don't take rejection well. And when they get rejected, it's like their life is over. That's it. That's it. Time to give up. I'm hanging in the, I'm hanging up my shoes. And Mm. you just never did. You just never did that. And because you didn't do that, opportunities, doors kept opening yes. and you stepped through that new opportunity. And then, it, and then if it didn't go well, then mm-hmm. it presented itself another opportunity. One That's thing that I've noticed with yourself and something that I've noticed in my life and it, it probably mm-hmm. comes down to faith and you've got a lot of favour. You may not have a lot of luck, but you've got mm-hmm. a lot of faith and favour and that's all you need, my girl. And oh, thank you. <laughs> you've got faith and favour. They're two powerful forces at work in you. And when you have those things, when you really believe that no matter what, it, your dream will show up where it's supposed to, no matter what, where what is meant to be yours will be yours then you'll keep going because you know this is this 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 may not this might be a sideways this may be moving me in one direction but it's sure going to take me to the direction that I need to go on you know it may be a, a no from them but I know it's a yes from my 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 source my server you know my god if that's what you believe in I believe in god so for me it's my god and yeah. when you believe that and whatever you believe in, as long as you mm-hmm. believe in yourself as well, you're going to achieve it. You have been absolutely amazing on here. Now, oh, thank you. Six years. This is only six years. <laughs> and I'm looking at to add because for me, I waited 10 years before wow. we were able to have our first child. 10 mm-hmm. years. And then I had five wow. in five years. So amazing. Amazing. Wow. Acceleration can happen to anyone. Like yeah. literally, I'm on to my six. I'm pregnant with my six, and people are like, "Oh, congratulations!" Yeah, six. But the thing is, with six, I've done everything in my life. Like I achieved everything I wanted to achieve. So, Amazing. you know, for me, and I'm, I, I, I'm now in my passion. I'm in my purpose. I'm doing things because I love to do them. Yes. You know, 
I'm now making sure that my children have what they need for their futures. I've done mine, like literally, I'm now just building theirs and those of others around me. That's all I do is serve now others. Now it's your time. Amazing. How can I elevate you? How can Amazing. I move forward? Amazing, so, wow. Honestly, you have inspired me. Now I'm going to say, can we get a looking glass? Because boy, <laughs> if I could see your next five years. What would it look like? Because to me, the way it's been six years, like, oh, it took so long. It's like, <laughs> to people that are watching, they're like, that is not long at all to be a global sensation. Tell me, in five years' time, where do you see yourself? If you were to write yourself a letter and go, guess where I am right now? Tell me, uh, you see. Oh, uh, you know what? I would say, dear D, look at you. You have done it. You've conquered the world. Wow. You have empowered <laughs> women. You have changed lives of women because I'm thinking about women like me, women who look like me, have walked yeah. the same road as me, have faced the same difficulties as me, and they've given up or they are about to give up. You know, five years from now, I want all of those doors open for them. I want all of those walls broken down so they just walking through and the path has been met, has been cleared out for them. All of these women with dreams that they believe in, I can see all of these women walking through, sitting on boardrooms, you know, setting up their own factories, following, you know, you know, working with me, following in my footsteps, becoming, you know, champions in manufacturing. I can see clearly every single woman empowered through wow. my story. I want people to read my story, hear my story and say, she never gave up. And so I am not giving up. Wow. Yes. Right. So I just have to say, like, I'm literally in awe of you, like amazing. Like you continue to shine. I am going to be watching you like a hawk on hunger because now I'm starving, like literally hungry. <laughs> And for anyone who's watching, if you're not hungry or, you know, built up a big appetite by the end of this, I am, I, I guarantee that you need to go back, rewatch it and rebuild that appetite to succeed in whatever you're doing. Now, I just want to say thank you so much. This is an awesome, awesome episode. I am literally, I'm going to tell everyone here, follow, there's going to be links below, follow D, follow what she's doing, find out how she is in terms of what how she got where she is but also what she's doing to continue to mm-hmm. succeed and take as many pork sausage pork lamb and beef sausages out of her <laughs> and follow them so you can elevate as well so thank, thank, you. You, thank you thank you i appreciate the time that you've taken from here and i'm so glad that you're watching those who are watching today and, and listen if anybody wants you know wants to reach out don't be shy um, I'm, I'm very open. I, I might be slow at responding, but I will get back to you. So if anybody wants to reach out for anything at all, you know, I'm, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very open. My socials are very open. So don't be shy to reach out. Do you hear it here first? Reach out, go, in, go into those DMs. She's open to them and make sure that you do. Thank you, Dee, so much. Have Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. And you too.